from the historic Loretto Abbey Chapel. With the kind cooperation of the Toronto Catholic District School Board, the National Catholic Broadcasting Council presents The Daily TV Mass. Welcome to the celebration of the Daily TV Mass. My name is Father Seamus Hogan. The televising of this Mass is made possible by a contribution from two donors. The first are Norma de Alla and family from Etobicoke, Ontario, in memory of her husband, Roger de Alla, on the 21st anniversary of his death, and her mother, Virginia Dungo, on the 29th anniversary of her death. The second is a grant from the Hugh D. McKellar Fund in support of the daily TV Mass. Our thanks to our donors for the gift of this Mass. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Brothers and sisters, let us acknowledge our sins and so prepare ourselves to celebrate the sacred mysteries. I confess to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words, in what I have done and in what I have failed to do, through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. Therefore, I ask, Blessed Mary, ever-Virgin, all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me to the Lord our God. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Let us pray. O God, who in martyrdom have brought true faith to its highest expression, graciously grant that, strengthened through the intercession of Saints John Fisher and Thomas More, we may confirm by the witness of our life the faith we profess with our lips. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. A reading from the second book of Kings. The king of Assyria invaded all the land and came to Samaria. For three years he besieged it. In the ninth year of Hoshea, the king of Assyria captured Samaria. He carried the Israelites away to Assyria. He placed them in Hala, on the Haber, the river of Gozan, and in the cities of the Medes. This occurred because the people of Israel had sinned against the Lord their God, who had brought them up out of the land of Egypt from under the hand of Pharaoh, king of Egypt. They had worshipped other gods and walked in the customs of the nations whom the Lord drove out before the people of Israel. Yet the Lord warned Israel and Judah by every prophet and every seer, saying, Turn from your evil ways and keep my commandments and my statutes in accordance with all the law that I commanded your ancestors and that I sent to you by my servants, the prophets. They would not listen, but were stubborn, as their ancestors had been, who did not believe in the Lord their God. 
They despised his statutes and his covenant that he made with their ancestors and the warnings that he gave them. Therefore, the Lord was very angry with Israel and removed them out of his sight. None was left but the tribe of Judah alone. The word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be to God. The Lord be with you. 
A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to his disciples, Do not judge, so that you may not be judged. For with the judgment you make, you will be judged. And the measure you give will be the measure you get. Why do you see the speck in your neighbor's eye, but do not notice the log in your own eye? Or how can you say to your neighbor, let me take the speck out of your eye, while the log is in your own eye? You hypocrite, first take the log out of your own eye, then you will see clearly to take the speck out of your neighbor's eye. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise, Praise to you, Lord, Lord Jesus Christ. Christ. Deep down, everyone is weak. Everyone is flawed. Deep down, each of us seeks love, and each of us desires mercy. These are basic truths of human nature since the fall. And knowing this, it should come as little surprise that Jesus warns us against judging others because Jesus himself, complete and perfect, knows that only God can judge. Only God can see deeply into the human heart, completely and totally. As I often say, judgment is a management issue. You and I, we're just in sales. So if we hope for mercy, and if we hope for forgiveness from God, well, we ought to be willing to give it to others as well. And indeed, today, Jesus reminds us that the judgment you give will be the judgment you get. In a certain sense, there's nothing new here. We declare as much each time we pray the Lord's Prayer, saying, forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. But when you actually think about it, these words are rather intimidating, are they not? I'm asking the Father to forgive me in the measure that I forgive others around me. Do not judge, and you will not be judged. But let's be honest with ourselves. I think that each of us has been guilty of maliciously judging others, or at the very least, having been unfair in thinking badly about others. Too often, we're suspicious about people and their motives. There's an adage, think badly and you probably will not be too wrong. Well, this is completely at odds with the teachings of Jesus, not only today, but even on the Mount of the Beatitudes. The ironic thing, of course, is that if we appoint ourselves as the judge of others, well, get ready to be frequently mistaken. Because of our own imperfection and lack of understanding, we can misconstrue people and situations that are in question to us. In the precise words of William Shakespeare, forbear to judge, for we are sinners all. It's so easy to become harsh judges of others rather than being conscious of our own limitations and failures. It's less threatening, I suppose, and troublesome to point out other people's faults rather than deal with our own, which, if we did so, would probably do us a lot better in the end. So what is to be done? I mean, in regards to judging. Well, first of all, the best antidote to judging is to try to love other people instead. 
And this can take practice, but the more you do it, the better you get at it. St. Teresa of Calcutta would often say that if someone is unlovable, well, the only way to make them lovable is to put love into them. So in other words, the issue is not out there. It's not with the other person. The issue quite often in judgment is here. The issue, in fact, is with me. Love is a decision. Love is a choice. We can choose to love others even when they're not easy to love. As Pope Francis has noted, if I spend all my time judging others, when will I find time to love them? Sometimes, of course, we have been hurt by others, even those who were supposed to love us, defend us, protect us, and guide us. And these are the most difficult pains and wrongs to forgive. No doubt about it, pain like that can be extremely real, always unfortunate. But if you can't forgive at the moment because your feelings are so hurt, then ask God for his help. Ask him to give you the grace to forgive and to avoid the kind of judgments that, in the end, just make us more and more miserable. It may take time, but knock and seek and ask, and I am sure the gift of forgiveness will be given to you, and peace will be in your heart. It's so easy to sit back and to judge others. It's far harder to build others up through love, as Jesus recommends. Saint Jose Maria Escriva once noted when he reflected on these realities, to criticize, to destroy is not difficult. Any unskilled laborer knows how to drive his pick into the noble and finely hewn, hewn stone of a cathedral. To construct, to construct, that is what requires the skill of a master. And of course, that is what Jesus is inviting us to do today. Do not judge, and you will not be judged. We now offer our prayers and petitions to our Heavenly Father. For the intentions of our Holy Father, Pope Francis, let us pray to the Lord. For all those who are having trouble forgiving others in their lives, may the grace of God aid them in finding forgiveness and peace. Let us pray to the Lord. For all of those in the daily TV Mass community who have asked to be included in our prayer intentions book, especially those who are facing significant transitions in their activities, health, relationships, or finances, let us pray to the Lord. For all the sick of our TV Mass community, let us pray to the Lord. For those who have died in the hope of eternal life, let us pray to the Lord. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the gift of years granted in our time to so many men and women in the second half of their life. We thank you for their presence in our community, for their life experience, their courage and wisdom, their witness of faith. We ask your blessing upon them as they live the many transitions that are part of maturing years. Be with them, keep them in your grace, grant them peace, and enable them to become beacons of hope in our world through Christ our Lord.
Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the bread we offer you, fruit of the earth and work of human hands. It will become for us the bread of life. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the wine we offer you. Fruit of the vine and work of human hands, it will become our spiritual drink. Pray, brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. Receive, Holy Father, the offerings we bring in commemoration of the holy martyrs, and grant that we, your servants, may be found steadfast in confessing your name through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. With your spirit. Lift up your hearts. Lift them up to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and just. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God. For you are glorified when your saints are praised, for their very sufferings are but wonders of your might. In your mercy you give ardor to their faith, to their endurance you grant firm resolve, and in their struggle, the victory is yours through Christ our Lord. Therefore, all creatures of heaven and earth sing a new song in adoration. And we, with all the hosts of angels, cry out, and without end, we acclaim. You are indeed holy, O Lord, and all you have created rightly gives you praise. For through your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, by the power and working of the Holy Spirit, you give life to all things and make them holy, and you never cease to gather a people to yourself, so that from the rising of the sun to its setting, a pure sacrifice may be offered to your name. Therefore, O Lord, we humbly implore you, by the same Spirit, graciously make holy these gifts we have brought to you for consecration, that they may become the body and blood of your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, at whose command we celebrate these mysteries. 
For on the night he was betrayed, he himself took bread. And giving you thanks, he said the blessing, broke the bread, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it. For this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and giving you thanks, he said the blessing, and gave the chalice to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. A mystery of faith. Therefore, O Lord, as we celebrate the memorial of the saving passion of your Son, his wondrous resurrection and ascension into heaven, and as we look forward to his second coming, we offer you in thanksgiving this holy and living sacrifice. Look, we pray, upon the oblation of your church, and recognizing the sacrificial victim by whose death you willed to reconcile us to yourself, grant that we who are nourished by the body and blood of your Son and filled with his Holy Spirit may become one body, one spirit in Christ. May he make of us an eternal offering to you so that we may obtain an inheritance with your elect, especially with the most blessed Virgin Mary, mother of God, with blessed Joseph, her spouse, with your blessed apostles and glorious martyrs, with Saints John Fisher and Thomas More, and with all the saints on whose constant intercession in your presence, we rely for unfailing help. May the sacrifice of our reconciliation, we pray, O Lord, advance the peace and salvation of all the world. Be pleased to confirm in faith and charity your pilgrim church on earth, with your servant, Francis our Pope, and Thomas our Bishop, the Order of Bishops, all the clergy, and the entire people you have gained for your own. Listen graciously to the prayers of this family whom you have summoned before you. In your compassion, O merciful Father, gather to yourself all your children scattered throughout the world to our departed brothers and sisters, and to all who were pleasing to you at their passing from this life. Give kind admittance to your kingdom. There we hope to enjoy forever the fullness of your glory through Christ our Lord, through whom you bestow on the world all that is good. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. Amen.
at the Savior's command and formed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy, we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. The kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those who are called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word and my soul shall be healed. With those of you at home, join with me now in this act of spiritual communion. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the Blessed Sacrament. I love you above all things, and I desire you in my soul. Since I cannot now receive you sacramentally, come at least spiritually into my heart. As though you were already there, I embrace you and unite myself wholly to you. Permit not that I should ever be separated from you. Amen. Let us pray. O God, who in your holy martyrs have wonderfully made known the mystery of the cross, graciously grant that, drawing strength from this sacrifice, we may cling faithfully to Christ and labor in the church for the salvation of all through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go in peace, glorifying the Lord by your life. Be 
Our thanks to our donors for the gift of this Mass. If you'd like to sponsor a Mass or share in sponsoring a Mass, please call our office at 1-888-383-6277 for details.